Welcome to the Unaccepted Podcast, the podcast for car enthusiasts and anime fans. I'm your host, Tony. And I'm Manny. And again, we have no Leo today, although we may get him to randomly pop in to say hello. Yeah. We'll see, but that's okay. We'll give him all the time he needs. Yeah, he's just going through some major technical difficulties and some personal stuff, but he's doing good. It's just shit's happening. Yeah. Reach out to him. Reach out to him. Tell him hello. I'm sure he'd love to hear from everybody. What's funny is that Haim is always telling me to reach out to him. <laughs> Why every is Haim telling you to reach out to him? Every time I'm like hanging out like during the weekend with my with my girlfriend and everything, he just like randomly hits me up. He's like, hey, man, check on Leo. He might be depressed or sad that you're not with him. I was like, bro. <laughs> if anything, he is consistent. He is, he is. <laughs> All right. And um, this is technically our Halloween episode, right? It technically is. It's always weird because we uh, we record ahead of time. And then when they release, by the time we get our next release, it's after. So we're like well before and just a little after Halloween. Yeah. So, fuck it. This will be Halloween episode. Next week will be aftermath of halloween episode <laughs> aftermath yes yes i like that like it i like it all right that's what we'll label remind me to label it that it'll be aftermath. <laughs> <laughs> when i name the episode it'll be aftermath episode nice nice yeah what are you gonna be doing for halloween what what, what can we expect in the future you uh i mean this past weekend i went to a halloween party as well f- with some family because uh saturday that just passed it was my cousin's anniversary so they decided to do a halloween costume anniversary party so everybody like legit almost my entire family came dressed up in costumes which was a huge surprise because i would not expect a lot of people to be wearing costumes. how many of them were rancheros none none well, maybe at least two okay those don't count <laughs> one uh was my cousin he dressed up as rip from yellowstone the, sh- the show and the show the other one was my dad he dressed up as woody from toy story <laughs> okay so that is a su- to be honest i was super surprised when my dad agreed that he was gonna dress up because i've never seen him agree every year for halloween since i've been growing up with him Growing up in my life. I mean, he did dress up adjacent to how he normally does, though. Kind of, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he already had the boots and the hat. He, no, actually, he got the Woody hat. Oh, he bought the Woody hat. He bought the Woody hat. <laughs> okay. So he already had the boots. He already had the pants. He already had the shirt. All he needed was the vest, the sheriff badge, and the woody hat and he also got two holsters with with some toy guns okay okay so he was going around going like all happy do with this woody costume so it it was so wholesome just seeing him do that and it was just still i still just like i can't believe that actually happened because i I could never picture my dad dressing up for halloween all right very cool i did a couple a a couple's Halloween costume. So me and my girl both did a Scream or Ghostface from Scream. 
Okay. So that was that. We had dang two thousands throwback. I know it was. It was. Fuck, actually, even before that, <laughs> that's like a '90s throwback. It is. It is. My mom dressed up as Jesse from Toy Story as well, and my sister dressed up as a cow as well. Both my sisters dressed up as cows. We had other costumes like Chucky, Tiffany, Scooby Doo, and the gang. Uh, what else? What else? We had uh, my brother-in-law had the inflatable horse, like if he's doing a rodeo. Okay. So that shit was funny. I don't know if you saw my story about that. I don't think so. Some of my uncles did nuns and priests. And um, it was just a whole ver- a variety of other costumes. But yeah, it was just it was just really fun seeing my entire family at that party dressed up and everything. Okay. A lot of people said it was cringe and weird seeing me dressed up fully as a ghost face and dancing with my girl Banda in Norteños. Is it weird? I mean, it's all in a mask. Yeah, they just just thought it was really weird just seeing me with the mask on and everything, just dancing Banda, Norteños, Mexican music and everything. I was like, fuck it, dude. Like, make it more interesting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that was also fun and everything. Very cool. And, uh, this past Sunday as well, um, I went to my first pumpkin patch with my girlfriend and my brother-in-law and my sister. So that was definitely fun as well. All right, cool. But for this weekend, I got another uh, Halloween party coming up on Saturday. Uh, for that one, I already got a second costumes. I'm going to be dressing up as the hot Cheeto bag. Of course. I had to hunt down that costume. I'm not going to lie. Hunted down? Yeah, because everybody else was saying that it was sold out. I was like, fuck. So I had to hunt it down to see where it was It was still sold. Because online, didn't let, it didn't let me buy it online because it was being sold out everywhere. Damn. And some of the places told me that if I try, if I did order it, I would get it delivered after Halloween. So it wasn't worth it trying to order online. So that's the pl- that's my plan for so far for Halloween. I I probably later on this week, maybe more plans will develop. We'll see. Very cool. What about you, Tony? I have no fucking idea. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Originally, I was thinking about doing uh it was kind of like a dog maze, like, you know, like the like the haunted maze or whatever. You sure you want to scare your dog? Well, it's for the dog to get a bite. He'd be. Right. Okay. OK, OK, OK. Yeah. So they're going to instead of like uh, somebody popping out to do a pop scare, they're going to pop out in a decoy costume and a mask or some shit like that. And then the dog can uh, bite him. So is the maze is like the decoy like the end of the maze the the reward? I don't know about or the, the end or, or in the middle. Maybe there's two of them in there. I have no idea. I think the goal is not to know. Okay. Right. Be more fun that way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I was thinking about doing that. Uh, there's a couple of like events I can go do that, like different versions of their Halloween bites. You know. Yeah. So I was thinking about doing something like that. Um. There's also a event at a brewery I was looking at. 
Yeah, obviously that's weekend since Halloween lands on what Monday? When Monday. Monday. I ain't doing nothing Monday. <laughs> what day for the brewery? Uh, I think it's Saturday. Saturday. What brewery? By by the way. Oh man, I forgot the name of it, but it's in Upland. It's not Upland. one I've been to before, though. Okay. So little 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 out there, but I think it'll be pretty fun. Nice, nice. So we'll see. I'm going to just go ahead and let the wind take me on this one. (laughs) Gone with the wind. I like that. Yep, 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 yep. I still got to finish Koro's costume. (laughs) What's his costume going to be? So I'm bringing back a throwback. The gator? No, I'm actually bringing back my Kakashi cosplay. Okay. And I ordered a, like, blue shirt like dog shirt and i'm gonna cut out my own vinyl and heat press on the symbol from paku oh which snap. is kakashi's okay. yeah, yeah. uh kakashi's summoning. ninja hounds his his summoning yeah his summoning ninja hounds so i was like dude this is gonna be badass i'm gonna make coral my ninja hound and then you know send his ass to fucking attack <laughs> that's fucking, no that's awesome that's awesome i was like dude this is fucking perfect i don't know why i didn't think about this like fucking two years ago <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I'm I'm gonna I already got the shirt in, like the dog shirt or whatever, and it's all cotton, so that's easy to heat press with the vinyl. Yeah. So I just gotta design it and get it cut out and stuff. So I think that'll be pretty cool. Okay, okay. I like that. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Again, I have no idea how I did not think about this sooner. But anyways, that is my semi plans, I guess, that are not decided. <laughs> My plans that are not plans. plans. Okay. There we go. Plans that are not plans. But yeah. So, keeping in theme with our Halloween stuff, we're going to do some disturbing anime today. Disturbing anime. Yes. I know we kind of go through this every year. But it's kind of like a refresh for us. Like, like, oh, shit, this is a throwback and everything. Man, yeah. I forgot about this anime. Like, it was good, even though, like, shit went fucking haywire everywhere. Definitely, definitely, definitely. So, I'm going to say right now, obviously, for me, when it comes to, like, that creepy stuff, I'm always a Berserk fan. That's the first one my mind kind of goes to, you know? Oh, definitely. That, that shit, it just, it, it, like, it fucks with your mind, especially. Yeah, no, it does. It's... That's definitely one of those that if uh, if you're into gore, if you're into creepy, if you're into some of those horror stuff, like definitely go check it out. Yeah, it's it's definitely an excellent gateway into Japanese horror, especially. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But we're and, just gonna leave that one there just because we mention it every single time, right? We do, we do. So let's move it, into. It's definitely a cult classic, honestly. Absolutely, it is. And we every time I hear rumors that they're gonna remake it, they're gonna remake it because they fucked up the last one. <laughs> uh, they did honestly make it entirely CGI. Yeah, so that's why it's like every single time it's like they fuck it up, and I want to, I want to see them redeem redeem it, but at the same time, I don't want to see them also grind it further into the ground. You know? Yeah. If if anybody's willing to check it out, definitely look up the original 1997 anime for it. That's the one that got me. That's the one you want to see, not the CGI shit. I mean, 
if you're into that, you can probably check it out if you want. Interesting though, I did look at, I did read a poll or a while back, like a few days ago of like the top 10 antagonists of all time for anime. Uh-huh. And um, if Griffith was actually the number one antagonist. Really? So the, I, I'd have to go back and rewatch it again because it's it's definitely been a while for me uh, just to get an idea of like what they mean by that because there's a lot of stuff I forgot about that stuff. Okay, cool. All right, so moving on from there because like I said, always deserves that mention if you guys haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. But Manny, what other one would you recommend? I think I mentioned this last time, but also Corpse Party Tortured Souls. Okay. I have the games on the Vita and everything, and they're they're pretty creepy too and disturbing with the with the shit you see in that game. And then they came out with the anime adaptation as well. But you just see like kids transported to another world by doing a ritual. And next thing you know, they have to find means of way to escape this the the location where they're at. But they're they're in the same location, but in different dimensions of the location. So they're they're trapped, they're like intertwined, but they're like also separated. So there's just ghosts coming out of nowhere and phantoms just killing them left and right, bodies mutilated, heads getting cut off, girl uh, people hanging themselves out of depression and and, and just eyes being gouged out by a pair of scissors and everything. So there's a lot of shit going in that one. Okay. Cool. Cool. I have to check that one out. I don't think I've seen it. Hey, I think it's like 13 episodes, 12 episodes. So it's like a good short one, honestly, if you want to check oh, it out. Oh, it's a quick one. Hell yeah. Yeah. Those are like my favorite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Cool. So for mine, I'm going to say another another yes have you seen that one then i a long time ago dude yeah i'd have to rewatch it it is an older one (laughs) it is an older one that one's 2012 2012 yeah 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 2012 that one it's it's a little bit older than uh like i i've been wanting to try to catch her nor more new ones because i feel like we're always talking about like older stuff you know Mm mm-hmm but this is one that I feel I don't, or at least from what I remember, I haven't mentioned on the podcast yet. Yeah. No, I don't think I have. So this one's basically um, uh, this this guy in school. He kind of like, he gets kind of drawn to this one like mysterious, right? It's all about mystery with this one. A mysterious classmate. And there's like a ton of other gruesome deaths going on around them, right? Mm-hmm. So like... Uh, one example is one of like a popular kid. He uh, he dies basically like right before graduation kind of thing. Right. Yeah. And um, and basically everybody kind of decides to carry on as if he was still alive until graduation, <laughs> <laughs> which, you know, that just brings upon a whole different slew of like creepy, weird little fucking people walking around, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't know, the whole the whole one, when, the whole anime for me, I really, really liked that one. And um, me and the wife were kind of like, you know, panning around to seeing what we want to watch. And I saw the thumbnail for it the other day and I was like, fuck, I haven't seen this in forever. 
So I think that would be my recommendation for this year. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You have another one, Manny? I do have another one. Uh, another one that I could possibly recommend is like Gantz. I don't know if you've ever seen that one. Which one? Gantz. I don't think so. So it's basically like a show about um, people that are, ki- that are killed or commit suicide where they get a second chance where they're, re- uh, they're revived. But their goal is to kill aliens and just like some really fucked up shit that pops up. Um, and it, once they reach a certain goal, they can basically go back into the real world and revive again fully. Okay. And if they die trying to fight off these like really creepy looking aliens and stuff, um, they're pretty much dead at that point. Got it. Okay. I've seen the live action movies too, and those are actually pretty good. I'm not going to lie. Very cool. So the live action actually did the justice for once. It did pretty good. It did pretty did good. Pretty good. Not, yeah. Very cool. All right, I got one more. Okay. So this one isn't really, I guess, full horror or creepy or whatever, right? But it has a fair amount of gore, an interesting storyline. And I think this will be a little bit more lighthearted, maybe for some that don't like the full-on fucking horror ones, right? And I don't even think it has to be horror, like just something that's just really disturbing in general. So... I'm going to go with Future Diary for my second choice. Okay. Okay. So Future Diary, if you guys, I don't know if we have went through this one before on the podcast, but for some that may not know, uh, basically there is a game hosted by a god. They choose, I think it was like 12 people. Manny, if you remember uh, yeah, the number. I believe so. I don't remember how many people. I think it was around 12 people and they all kind of keep a diary of some sort, right? Some people use it for scheduling. Some people use it for um, visuals, like, you know, marking what they see. Some people just about themselves, right? Mm -hmm. However, they keep some sort of journal or diary, right? And whatever it might be, um, it kind of enhances and turns it into sort of a power. And it's basically a last man standing becomes the god of the new world kind of thing. So it kind of goes through there. There's a little bit of love story involved with a crazy yandere that kills everybody. Um, an interesting story complex to it. So I definitely recommend that as my second choice for everybody on Halloween. Okay. If you don't want anything too creepy, I guess that's a really, really good one, I think. Nice. Yes, sir. Any so other ones or if you want to move on? No, I can definitely recommend quite a few right now. Just I'll just do some quick ones. But one I can highlight the most. Uh, I'm trying to look up the information on it real quick. But it would definitely have to be like Junto, uh, Junji Ito's collection. Uh, Junji Ito is like well known in Japanese horror culture. He's basically considered the master of Japanese horror. Uh, producing so many titles. Or not so many, but like really, really some really fucked up shit especially but some of them have become already animated if you want to check out the books you can also check out the books but he is like i said he is basically considered the master of japanese horror so if you're interested in taking a look at that you can look him up and everything for his collection 
if you want some like vampire like your typical uh halloween monsters and stuff from a very from a well-known classic the castlevania series on netflix that will definitely get your uh not not like horror but like it will get your uh interest going for like seeing like shit going down with like dracula uh vampire wars against the humans and everything and just a bunch of other stuff uh the main character fighting off death and everything if you're interested in the zombies i could probably recommend school day uh school days that one's actually pretty good and got some some disturbing shit here and there um if you want some psychological shit like kids being on a meat farm but they're raised as orphans Promise Neverland, just don't watch season two because that's utter shit. <laughs> and I'm surprised you didn't bring this one up when they cry. Oh, yeah. Um, if you want some like ghoul action, Tokyo Ghoul will probably get you going, especially. And I think that's it that I can, I can possibly think off the top of my head to recommend. Very cool. I think that's a decent list for everybody to. Oh, okay, okay. No, uh, the one I said about the zombies that's called School Life. School Days is a different one. Okay, I was gonna ask you about that because I yeah, think yeah, that yeah. one has to do with more just like a yandere and shit. Yeah, yeah, just getting a little bit murdery. Yeah, so uh, I got that one mixed up. So yeah, the the one I was talking about originally with uh, with the zombies, that one's School Life. Okay. But yeah, Very cool. that's what I can probably think of top of my head right now a little bit. Yeah, well, if you're staying home on Halloween and you're just going to, you know, put a bowl out of candy for the kids, here's a that's a good list of different animes you can check out. And if you definitely want to like a like a horror anime turn into a comedy, definitely check out the English dub for ghost stories. Yes, and check out our episode <laughs> on the review. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> Uh, I want to rewatch it now. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Let's get into some card topics, Manny. All right. Let's go. All right. So we always try to keep tabs on the market, right? Yeah, that is. Because uh, we all know I'm always shopping for cars. <laughs> <laughs> so, Manny, how much over MSRP? Would you buy? Would you pay for a car? Just in general, right? Just in general, yeah. Just in general, I think the max I would do is ten thousand. Ten thousand. I'm like low key shocked at that, to be honest. But okay, that it it was less less or more than what you would think. Way more. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> But okay, I mean, it is actually understandable. Maybe I'm I'm a bit more of the outlier on this side of it. Mm-hmm. I do I, buy I cars. Think, I, I just think like if it's a car that I'm like, holy shit, I want this. Maybe I'll get, go max 10,000 on M, uh, over MSRP if, on dealer markup, especially. Okay. All right. All right. Fair enough. So I don't know if I'm ready to pay markup yet. Like a big a big portion of me going into Subaru was that the dealers didn't have markup right now. You know what I mean? And your Type R, you didn't get markup either. No, so it's like I, I'm wholly against it. As much as, <laughs> as much as I fucking swap cars out like crazy, 
you know, maybe 2020 will be the year or 2023 will be the year I don't buy another car. We'll see. <laughs> you didn't you didn't even get markup on the on the wagon either, huh? No, dude, the wagon I got discounted. <laughs> because it had a birthday on the lot. Yeah, that's well, that's what I mean. That's the way I like to shop. Like, even if I'm buying new, like I don't, I am not paying fucking to me. Well, until this year, right? Type R aside, because type R was the type R, I get that I had to pay at least MSRP on it, right? Yeah. Um, and so besides the Subarus, really, this year, because of the way the market is, I've never paid MSRP. I've uh-huh. never paid sticker. I've always haggled a little bit, whatever I could, right? Yeah. So this this article right here blows my mind. So this was in a car and driver. And they've been uh, tracking the market to see how it goes, getting uh, trying to see like how the sales have been going. They do a survey for I think this survey they did was over three thousand three hundred new owners. And. um, Let's see. Yeah, I think that's all in the same survey. Sorry, should have checked this beforehand. (laughs) Yeah, so this is all in the same survey. So in this survey, they talked about uh, car owners, and these this is all U.S.-based, by the way. So this is oh. our market here, right? So there was markups that was coming up at almost $19,000. On average? Not on average, just in general, right? And this okay. is just from a small pool. This is a little bit over 3000 right? The majority of that survey were okay paying the nineteen thousand dollars over MSRP. Yeah, I, in my opinion, I think nineteen is overkill. That's extreme overkill. Ten thousand is extreme overkill, fucker. <laughs> I think once, but like once I get closer to ten, that's like it was like that's when I start actually drawing out the cons right there. Yeah, and and a lot of this could be where they're at too, right? Exactly. They didn't really, they just said U.S. So it didn't really specify exactly where the majority of this area is at. Yeah. And, you know, we're we're spoiled in California. We got the biggest car market in the country, you know? We do. So in this same article, they talk about um, in Iowa, they had such a terrible market over there. And... um there was so many people so desperate to fucking get just get a car out there that they had reports of in this same survey multiple 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 people paying upwards of 71% over sticker price. Uh. So that's crazy Damn. and in that pool that survey 35% we're not even driving the car they wanted. <laughs> just whatever they were able to get. Yeah, it was just more out of a need, not a want. Yep. And uh, the other 65% that didn't buy the car that they wanted because of the markup. Right? Th- this is basically the same because of the markup, right? The other 65% said they were willing to pay up to four, 39%. 39% over the MSRP just to get the car they wanted. Okay. So as much as we want to fight the markup, if the market's going to pay, the market's going to pay. So exactly. it makes me wonder is it just us 
are people who are a little bit more reserved because we scrutinize the cars a little bit more that are looking at it this way? Possibly. And maybe the more average consumers are like, yeah, that's what it is just to get one. Okay, cool. I'll pay it. Like, that's fucking insane. And we did talk about, like, I think on a previous episode that we're going to start seeing signs of, like, car manufacturers going to retaliate against car dealers from the crazy markup because inventory is not moving, especially. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the whole thing, though. For the limited amount of uh, the limited amount of um, inventory they had, it was moving. True. Right? So now that they're loading up the lots again, I think the only reason they're not moving now is probably because interest rates kind of got up, you know? They did. They did. But we're still seeing some crazy stuff. So there's a post here on Reddit. Uh, somebody posted of uh, Salinas Honda in Salinas, California. Mm-hmm. 2022 Civic SI base. $43,000. And what's the MSRP on that? Um, It's a SI base, so somewhere around twenty eight. God damn. It's basically I'd, more I'd than have 100%. To Google it to make sure, but I think it's around 26 to 28. I mean, that's kind of almost 100% markup. That's here in California where we have a bit more abundance. And kind of like how the, the CA Corvettes, we're looking at almost 100% uh, markup on the MSRP as well for those. Mm-hmm. And you can't tell me it's the same markup they did for the 400Z, right? That is true. Well, remember they, did, remember gonna, they did that just to hold it at the dealership. They just wanted yeah. to keep it there. Yeah. I'm going to have to hit up my buddy to see what's his final price looking because he actually play, placed the deposit on his order for a 400Z. Okay. So I'm going to have to hit him up to see what, what kind of numbers he's looking at or if they haven't told him yet. Yeah. I'd be interested to see. Mm-hmm. So this is the way it's kind of going. And again, it's going uh it's going a little bit more. I don't know. It's not a good sign. <laughs> it's not, it's not, it's not a good sign. I know there's a bunch of like manufacturers trying to do different models, and I'm really hoping they're getting more of a direct to consumer model. Mm-hmm. Because if this is the way it's going to go through dealerships, man, we may, I, may, I may never buy another new car again. <laughs> That's a lie, I know. But <laughs> yeah, still, this is, this is not looking good, man. No, so we'll, we'll, we'll definitely have to see what's going to happen on that soon. Because yeah. it's, it's, it's going to get to a point where either the consumers are going to finally draw a line, which probably won't happen because consumers are going to be consumer. And with how consumer behavior always is, it's, they're always going to buy regardless, but also behavior patterns towards manufacturers on how their inventory is being moved. Absolutely. So with that, or actually I have a question now. Sure. We all, we all know that the Supra is going to come out with 500 units for a manual option. I wonder how bad the MSRP is going to be on that. 
So you know what? Um, I'd say for a quick little preview to that, uh, go check out the 91 Octane podcast. Okay. And they talked about that? Uh, not about the Supra. They talked about the GR Corolla. Okay. And I wanted to do the story as well, but they covered it pretty well. I would say go check them out. Give them a listen. And they did talk about the GR Corolla and how they're releasing Canada. The dealerships are asking for people's social media. Why? Um, I guess as part of a qualifier to buy the fucking Corolla. That's 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 retarded. I'm sorry. Go listen to the 91 Octane episode, and they have a lot more details into it. It was super interesting. Okay, I'm gonna definitely have to look at that. Oh yeah. But anyways. Now that I was um, talking all this mess about, you know, not buying cars, I ran into an interesting advertisement for a car. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess this is technically classified as a motorcycle. A motorcycle. Yeah, I think you showed it to me. It's like a a three-wheeler motorcycle, but it's it's a three-wheeled car is what it is. Yeah. It is the Aptera. It's considered a car because when it comes to like three-wheel motorcycles specifically, you don't really need a motorcycle license. You can just get a Class C license just to drive them. Correct. So this is called the Aptera. Two wheels up front, one wheel in the back, full enclosure, regular seating like a car, and even has a hatchback. Um, The look, it kind of looks like a sperm with boxing gloves. It did, but when I first saw it, when you shared your screen right now, it almost made me think, like, is this, like, a hovercraft, or what's going on here? It has those uh, independent fender overs, like the Panther. Remember that uh-huh. Panther? Mm-hmm. It has those, and, and it has an odd... Oh, it looks like a mouse. <laughs> like a computer mouse. It does. It looks like a computer mouse, but it has those over fenders for the front wheels, like yeah, detached. There we go, detached fenders. So it, it's 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 an interesting look, but what caught my eye about it is that it has a thousand mile battery range, which, you know, comparatively to everything else around, that's insanely big. It is big, and that's like, and hopefully that's actually true. Yeah, no, definitely. So, because like, way what's the MSRP on that? So it starts at twenty five. Twenty five. It starts at twenty five, but it can go up to fifty. And I'm guessing there's different tiers with yeah the mile so, range. So there's different tiers from two hundred and fifty to four hundred to six hundred to a thousand. Um, it has front wheel drive only and all wheel drive. And on it all, the other modular change on it is that um, it is solar powered. Well, supplementally solar powered. So by default, you'll get the dash and the roof as a solar panels. Um, And then you can add either the hood or the trunk or all of it. And if you add everything, you can get, you know, an average of about 40 miles a day off of solar charging. Okay. So caught my eye with the thousand mile range, then the solar panel thing. And I was thinking like, okay, maybe this could replace my, you know, eight, 800 plus 
a month fucking gas bill. <laughs> <laughs> That's like my, you know, my work commuting gas, you know? Yeah. If I could spend, you know, 500 bucks a month, that'd save me money going electric this way or something. You know what I mean? It's just so goddamn weird looking. <laughs> it is. It is. Like I said, like to me, like, because we actually touched based upon this in like one of our previous episodes back in the day where we're seeing like quite a few companies already creating like hovercraft cars, like cars that I can actually fly. So when you first showed this to me, like my first obsession is like, is this like one of those, those flying cars that we talked about? Like they finally produced one or like, but uh, it's, it's still wheel and EV. Yes, exactly. Still wheel and EV. I guess the odd looks have to do with, um, uh, aerodynamics and drag. They're trying to bring the lowest drag coefficient down as far as possible to try to make it as efficient as possible. Yeah. So I guess I can see why, but damn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm hoping we can get these type of numbers with something that looks a little bit better because that would for sure lock me in for EV. Like a thousand mile range for how much I'm driving, that's what I need. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'm going through the pictures here. And you know, we were talking about if the trunk was actually usable. So looking at the looking at this, they have a couple of uh, videos. And one of them has a six foot ladder, two fair, fairly sized uh, tool bags a pedestal for painting and a whole bunch of paint books in it. The fuck do you need a six foot ladder for an EV car? Well, it looks like it's supposed to be a, uh, a painting setup. Like if you're a painter, like painting houses or something. Oh, the hell. So take a look at the screen. Oh, so like, that's like what we can think, like how spacious how much, the trunk is. Yeah, because I think I'm pretty sure that's probably everybody's question when they look at it. They're just like, well, what the fuck is the point of a hatch? There ain't nothing going to fit in that weird ass thing, you know? Yeah. But it looks like that actually is decent, like a lot more than I expected to fit in there, you know? Way more than I expected to fit in there. This is going to be the next landscaper vehicle. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that. I'll get one so you can just call me up again and just say that you need help with the lawnmower. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I thought this was an interesting thing, and it's it's cool to kind of see there's some companies actually getting some pretty high numbers. Given, you know, they have to do some weird shit to get there, it still shows that we're progressing in that direction, you know? Mm-hmm. So they are doing like uh, uh, reservations right now. And I have yet to find if they have a production date just yet. How old is this company? I'm kind of interested on in how long they've been like doing R&D for this. Uh, you know what? Literally, I just found this today. January. So at least this year, here's uh, highlights from 2021. So at least a year, it looks like. Let me see your okay. September 2021. Sorry, I'm going through their news thing real quick. Yeah. 
And let's go to their oldest news quote article, which is not dated, you fuckers. <laughs> I mean, you can look up the uh, about section. Well, yeah, I'm going to say at least two years from what I was looking at. Okay. So at least two years. So hopefully that means they're on their way. Now that they're doing reservations, right? I would assume so. Yeah, I'm going to look into it some more. It does show a link for like an annual report of 2021. So it looks like they did start in 2021. Yeah. Well, they at least did all of 2021. It means. Yeah. Yeah, so this is a this is something I'm going to I'm I'm a little bit interested in. Again, I'd like to find something that looks better. <laughs> but end of the day, I got an expensive fucking uh gas bill that I I really need to get rid of. Yeah. Um I do have uh I'm getting some more uh solar panels on my house. Okay. Because I still owed uh, Edison this year. So it's not really fun, you know, getting a surprise $1,200 bill. So I need to do a little bit more. Yeah. I figured um, I'd rather try to see how much I can upsize the solar panel system to get me off of Edison completely. And maybe enough to get to make sure i'm good for when i get an electric vehicle too Mm -hmm. ideally i don't want to fucking pay edison no more god damn it (laughs) here we go when will the aptera start delivering pre-ordered vehicles 2023 full-scale production in 2023 Nice, nice. And they hope to start international deliveries between late 23 to 24. Oh, cool. So, uh, yeah, I guess. I mean, it's weird that I haven't heard of them until now, but I don't know. Maybe this might be a, a viable option later on. And it turns out they're out of San Diego. Oh, shit. Okay. So they're, they're basically local to us. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah, fucking cool. Some of my favorite new programs have been coming out of San Diego lately. Nice. Interesting. So yeah, that is a a like I said, a potential potential candidate for a commuter. Now I just gotta see if I can lower it and modify it, put a fake exhaust like the <laughs> like the Dodge. I mean just put Bluetooth speakers. Don't worry about the exhaust. You're right. You're right. Subwoofer will be my exhaust. Yes. <laughs> All right. Let's get into our next topic, Manny. Our next topic. You you sent me the link, which I thought was interesting because you sent me links just to like remind yourself to have topics at hand. Yes. So this one is about uh, 7-Eleven, how apparently they're encouraging car meets at their locations. Yeah, I guess, you know, free advertising is free advertising, man. Yeah. Like if it encourages people to show up to your place of business and spend some money, take some pictures and take off. Cool. <laughs> and I've been seeing a lot of like, like TikTok videos and Instagram videos or like people like 
coming out with a Slurpee and like doing like a music back, uh, having music in the background to show off their cars the moment they walk out of the store. So I, I'm pretty sure that's what's giving motivation to to 7-Eleven to even consider something like this. Yeah. So it actually started with a TikTok. <laughs> yeah. It started with a TikTok. They posted a video about um, a 7-Eleven's car Instagram content. So basically, I guess 7 and I, you know what? I should have looked this up beforehand, but I guess 7-Eleven posts cars every once in a while on their Instagram. Interesting. And um, yeah, dude. So after the TikTok fucking blew up, 7-Eleven's Instagram fucking shot up another 40,000 fucking people. <laughs> It's it's kind of crazy that that seems to be the platform driving everything lately. Yeah. And what kind of like piques my interest, like, is how could this actually work out? Because we have, for the most part, every 7-Eleven that I've seen just has really small parking lots or almost no parking. So it'd be interesting how this could work out, too, if they want to promote this much. Definitely. Yeah, no, they're... They're never in a big parking lot for sure. Mm -hmm. They're really not. Like, it's always in a little tiny, tiny little corner lot, you know? Yeah. But I looked it up. (laughs) (laughs) And 7-Eleven does have a ton of fucking car posts on there. Yeah. Which is, fuck it, that's kind of cool to see. It is, it is. I I did not know about this, to be honest. But it's funny, as soon as, uh, as soon as I read about it all of a sudden i started seeing pictures of it maybe i just never noticed the fucking 7-eleven in the background me either but yeah there's a bunch of fucking car pictures on here so new goal we get a 7-eleven post of one of our cars (laughs) fuck it let's just record an episode at 7-eleven let's do it (laughs) (laughs) so i thought that was kind of cool that's uh definitely different I don't know how much you'll get as a full car meet, but it looks like most of these are, you know, two to three cars max. I just remembered something. What's that? When me and you used to go to a lot to like these anime car meets back in the day when we first started going to like the grassroots era of the anime car scene here, Uh we would always meet up at a 7-Eleven. You know what? Or we would usually always try to meet up at a 7-Eleven. You're right. You're right about that. I didn't even think about it. You're right. (laughs) <laughs> yeah are, are you saying we we uh unintentionally started this maybe I, I, i'm gonna assume so i just want to take the credit I, I for think it now. so yeah i think so we're taking the credit for it you're welcome everybody you're welcome 7-eleven <laughs> i will be awaiting our slurpee sponsorship <laughs> i'll definitely enjoy that slurpee sponsorship all right well speaking of convenience stores I think we got to go to our plug next. Yeah. So 7-Eleven has Slurpees. They do car vans. That's cool. But uh, you know what Circle K's do in Florida? What? I mean, they're going to be selling weed soon. (laughs) Oh, I heard about that. (laughs) Now, given, given it's Florida, only medical marijuana will be able to purchase weed at 7-Eleven. So you can only get your big... They don't have big gulps, do they? I don't know what 7-Eleven has. Or Circle K has. Whatever. You can get your gas and your weed all in one fucking spot. (laughs) 
I mean, it will take the the phrase uh, cash, grass, or ass to another level, honestly. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I don't know about you, but I used to get weed from my circle local Circle Cave forever. This is not new to me. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> you know, the homie used to just hang out over there. <laughs> Shit, okay, okay. But I guess now you can go, you know, the homie's still still slanging it. He's just a clerk now. Yeah. <laughs> so will Circle K take over for the car meets now that they're going to be selling weed? Uh, who knows? That could be a possibility, too. We need to start it again, Manny. Now we got to start posting pictures at Circle K with flat with fat blunts in the cars. I don't smoke, but yeah, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i thought that was just a funny one that kind of connected to our 7-eleven story pretty well yeah yeah but uh looks like we didn't get anything from leo in today so i think we're gonna call this an episode manny yeah yeah so oh, you can definitely find us on instagram <laughs> were you waiting for me to say tell them where they can find you yeah <laughs> my bad Tell the listeners where they can find us, Manny. Yeah. You can definitely find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at UnacceptedPod. And we do have a website, UnacceptedPod.com. And be sure to like, subscribe, leave a review wherever you're listening to this podcast. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever it might be. I think we're on iHeartRadio and Pandora, too. Yeah. And if you have any questions, comments, concerns, you can email us at UnacceptedPodcast at gmail.com. And with that, we'll see everybody next Wednesday. Adios.